Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
I praise God. This is Prayer International Radio. And my name is Chris Herzog. I'll be your host tonight. And our normal host that he usually hosts between uh, 10 and 11 o'clock will be out uh, tonight. But I'm taking the broadcast from 11 to 12. Uh, Some of you might realize uh, or notice that the last few nights uh, we've kind of changed some of our schedule up a little bit. Uh, Part of the reason being we've had some different uh, meetings, uh, church services, uh, conferences, things going on uh, that did not allow us to continue the show during these times. Uh, What we may do, if we know we're going to have some scheduling conflicts in the evenings, we may try to uh, put some shows together, you know, for the mornings or something like that. So just kind of keep posted. And if you want to, kind of check in with us from time to time. And uh, just find out the schedule. Typically, it's from 10 to 12. And this is Prayer International Radio. And we are praying for the nations, speaking to nations, and speaking and declaring what we believe is the heart of God for, uh, you know, not only our nation here in the United States, but the, the nations around the world. You know, God is raising up a standard, the standard of His blood the standard of his word. And we believe that there's coming a change and a transformation to the body of Christ, that God is making the church a praise in the earth. You see, there's a remnant. God always has a remnant. And even though, you know, there's been a lot of different things happening in and out of what we call the the body of Christ or the church at large, You know, God has his consecrated ones, even in Elijah's day. You know, God told them, I've got 7,000 prophets that have not bowed their knee to Baal. And today it's the same. You know, there's men and women all over the earth that have chosen to lift up the Lord, chosen to walk with God with clean hands and pure hearts, and chosen to make Jesus Christ lower their lives. And so we are declaring tonight truth, raising up a mandate, raising up a, a just an awareness to pray. You know, nothing happens in the earth unless God reveals it to his prophets first. God always says, no, there's nothing that's going to take place in the earth, the book of Amos. Unless he first revealed to his prophets, well, that's not going to happen unless God's people are being the priests and the prophets and the kings in the earth that he is calling them to be. You know, it was once said that, I think it was uh, R.A. Torrey, you know, many Christians come to God and say, God, why does my life lack such Disciplined. And his answer was because of lack of prayer, neglect of prayer. Some people come to God and say, God, how come I don't see the power of God moving in my life like I see it in other places or in other people, in other churches, or in other countries? And the answer was neglect in prayer. Some would come to God and say, God, why don't I experience your presence? Why don't I experience you in these deep ways have these encounters like these 
other men and women speak of. And oratories, again, his answer was neglect of prayer. Neglect of prayer. You see, God is calling us. God is looking. You know, there's there's two things that, that marveled and wondered God in the word. The Old Testament says God wondered, he marveled that there was no intercessor. He wondered why there was no man or woman to stand in the gap. And then in the New Testament, the other thing that marveled God was unbelief. Jesus marveled at their unbelief. What that tells me is the two things that are emphasized in the word that make God wonder and marvel. Lack of prayer and a lack of faith, a lack of belief. You see, the Bible says that he that comes to God must first believe that he is. See, you have to believe that he is. See, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Faith works by love, which means the only way you're going to develop faith is by a love encounter, a love relationship with God. And in that love relationship with God, God is sharing his heart, pouring out his heart, pouring out his mind to his people. You see, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's not just hearing the Bible alone, although it's very important. But it's hearing the living words, the, the, the spirit, life words that the Bible brings forth. See, the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. And if you don't have the spirit, if you don't have the heart of God, the passion of God, the presence of God behind what you're declaring, then they're just words. But if the Holy Spirit is the one that's doing the speaking. See, Jesus said, don't worry about what you're going to say or do when you go before the kings. Don't worry about what you're going to say when you're going house to house because the Holy Spirit will give you the words to speak. The Holy Spirit will give you the words to speak. And praise God. Well, you know, we need prayer. You know, evangelist uh, M. Parker, God bless you. We've got another Parker in the chat room. I'm uh, Sometimes it's hard for me to go back and forth for a minute. I'll, I'll be in there in a second, but... uh you know, people's lives are reflected, and this is something uh, Evangelist Parker said in the chat room, just typed in, not enough prayer. Your walk is reflected in your prayer life. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I agree with that. That's what we're declaring. That's why we have a Prayer International radio show. That's why we have a Prayer International website, is to get people aware of prayer. People need to understand that God is trying to motivate his people, constantly wooing his people. See, it's in the heart of God. God wishes that none perish, and that all come to repentance. It's his desire. But the truth is, is that some do perish, and not everybody repents. Truth is, God wishes that all men would pray, lifting up holy hands without wrath or doubting. But the truth is, is not everyone does. But see, when you come to God and you believe that he is, 
The word says that God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And if you're diligently seeking him, if you're seeking first his kingdom, the word of God declares that all these things shall be added unto you. If you're diligently seeking him, you will be rewarded. And we don't seek God for the reward. Because, see, the Bible says it's not, it's not necessarily, and, and the heart of the word is this, it's not necessarily what God can do for you. It's not necessarily what God can give you or make happen for you. But the treasure, the reward, the blessing is in the Lord himself. See, God is your treasure. He is the treasure that we seek. We're not looking for uh, a pat on the back or rewards or esteem from men. We're not looking for all these material things to be our rewards. And now don't get me wrong, it's nice to have nice stuff, but it's just stuff. And the Bible says the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord stands forever. So when it's all said and done, when God strikes the match to everything and it's burnt up, it's tested and it's tried by fire, there's going to be wood, hay, and stubble in people's lives that burn up like chafe, which the wind drives away. The Bible says the evildoers are like the chafe which the wind drives away. But the righteous are trees that have roots that go deep beside living water that bear fruit in their season, and their leaves do not wither. They don't fade. Whatever they do prospers. You see, there's going to be gold, silver, and precious stones, and when those things are tried by fire, see, gold doesn't disappear in the fire. It's refined and purified. It's actually made stronger. Steel and metal, when you wield a weapon, you temper it with fire. It strengthens it. It makes it stronger. It makes it moldable, pliable. So we got to realize that fire is good. The fire of God is good. The trials by fire are good. Consider it pure joy, brethren, whenever you face fiery trials. Why does the word say that? Because we got to realize it's for our testing. And the testing of our faith produces patience. And when it has its perfect work in you, that's when the glory comes out. That's when the purity comes out. When the fire comes, the vessels of gold are purified. When the fire comes, it sets apart the silver and the dross. It sets apart the, the chase, which burns up. And that which remains is what's founded and grounded and rooted in the word of the Lord. So what am I saying? I'm saying this. You must have a prayer life as a Christian. Why? Why do we pray? First of all, God commands it. You know, I've heard many people that uh, have a point of view that you know, God is already in control, and God determines whatever happens in the earth, so it doesn't matter if we pray or not, because God's going to do whatever he's going to do. This is not so. 
many times throughout the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation, you can see how a move of prayer turned a situation, how intercession intervened and brought a healing when there was a pronunciation of death. King Hezekiah, for instance, 15 years was added to his life because of intercession, because he asked. Jesus said, you have not, because you ask not. And when you ask, you ask amiss. What does amiss mean? It means you ask with the wrong intentions, with the wrong motives. You ask with the wrong uh, purposes. But see, if you're in line with God, if you're in tune with God, if you're in alignment and in agreement with his will and his kingdom come, and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, when you begin to get heaven's influence in your life, things are going to change. When you begin to move in heaven's economy, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the things in the world look like. It doesn't matter that people are getting laid off and, and businesses are closing and, and houses are being foreclosed. You know why? Because we're not subject to that lifestyle. We're kingdom people. We we live in the kingdom. We've got a king who owns a cattle on a thousand hills. He owns all the resources and sources all over the earth. See, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. But the power and the riches and the honor and the glory, listen, it's God's, yes. And he will not share his glory or his honor with anybody. But what he will do is he'll glorify his people. He will honor his people in their own right. Not not exalt them above himself. The only thing that God exalts above himself is his word. God says, I'm only as good as my word. Now listen, if you're created in the image of God, if God created you in his image, then that means that you're only as good as your word. You see, words are powerful. Words are powerful. We need to realize even our word life, our, our speech, is affecting our prayer life. Our word life, our mouths are affecting our health. Our, what comes out of our mouth is affecting our finances. What comes out of our mouth is affecting our emotions. What comes out of our mouth is affecting our life. How do I know this? The Bible says the worlds were framed by the word of God, which means when God began to speak and declare, things were created. There's a creative power in the spoken word. God gives us the ability of speech. It's a gift. It's man's unique gift, speech. It's his ability to create. You see, your world is framed by what comes out of your mouth. I'll give you a scripture. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, and those that love it eat the fruit thereof. A man will eat by the fruit of his lips, and God will recompense him according to what he deserves. In other words, what you... Say is what you can have Jesus said it like this Ask and you shall receive Seek and you shall find Knock and it shall be opened For whatever you ask Believing 
you will receive. You can have, Jesus said, whatever you say. What that tells me is that the words of our mouth directly influence what goes on in our lives. The words of our mouth. How can we pray and believe God for healing and say we're lining up with God's word, we're in alignment and in agreement with God who is declaring health. With long life I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. Jesus healed every sickness and disease among the people. By my stripes, Jesus said, you are healed. Now, that's either true or it's not. That's either true or it's not. Why would God say that? He does call things not as though they are. But the reason he calls things not as though they are is because they can become what they are not. See, God has an ability to speak and breathe into dirt and form it into a man. God has the ability to speak to a man to strike a rock or speak to a rock, so to speak, and make the water gush, make the water flow. He can make water come out of the desert when it looks like sinking sand. He can turn it into a solid rock. When it looks like a drought, he can speak and it become a flood. When things look impossible, let me tell you something. God can put his word on it and he can make all things possible. So wherever you're at in life, Whatever situation or circumstance you're you're dealing with, whatever season of your life that you're in, begin to evaluate what you're experiencing and what you're receiving and what you're going through in your life, and then start to trace it back to the words of your mouth and, and begin to think about the things that you said, the things you declared, the things you decreed, the things that you meditated and pondered on. Those those certain phrases or those certain things that continue to come out of your mouth and the next thing you know, here it comes. Because, see, there is life and death in the power of the tongue. True. It's true. But we need to learn, see, it doesn't start in the mouth, but whatever comes from the mouth The Bible says the overflow of the heart. From the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So it begins in the heart. It begins on the inside. And then manifests through our lips and becomes a reality on the outside. And if you'll begin to apply this principle daily to your speech, daily to your prayer life, and you'll begin to let the words of God come out of your mouth and not the words of man, You'll begin to let the truth of God come out of your mouth and not the lies of the enemy. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Well, this is Prayer International Radio. We're going to actually shift gears for just a minute. Get a break for... Uh, we're going to go ahead and go into a song real quick. I'm going to check out the screen here. It looks like we've got a live caller in there. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. 
And tonight I'm just kind of sharing my heart. I was going to get into some some couple chapters of the Word, but I just felt like I needed to share my heart for a minute, and we will uh, see what's going on. But let's do this. Uh, we're going to break for a song, and then we're going to check out the chat room, and then we're going to pray. So let's uh, praise the Lord. Thank you. 
from being alone 
Praise God. Hey, we're back. Sorry about the delay. We had work going on. I know uh, Down probably had a few issues. Uh, hang on. Sorry, getting used to this switchboard. Hey, this is Prayer International Radio. We're back. We had uh, a few different callers in the screening room just chatting and praying and letting the worship run. So I apologize if uh, the, the sound went bad on you guys. But uh, anyways, call in number 619-638-8458. You can reach us at the email, prayerinternational at gmail.com. And the website is www.prayerinternational.org. Uh, praise God, we're back. Hey, I apologize. We're having nothing but technical difficulties tonight, so you guys pray for us. Let me do this. I'm going to pray for everybody on the air tonight, and uh, we're going to pick this back up tomorrow. I apologize. It's been mostly a lot of worship tonight, which is great. You know, that's one thing we will never back down on, because we believe that worshiping the Lord is one of the best things you can do. You know, it's his presence. It's in his presence that we're changed. It's in his presence that there's fullness of joy. You know, it's at his right hand that there's pleasures forevermore. And if you're going to experience pleasure in this life, if you're going to experience joy in this life, it's going to be in the presence. It's going to be in the presence of the Holy God, the God who is the God. He's the only God. And this God wants to be worshipped. He wants to be worshipped in spirit and in truth. This God wants to be praised and not just lip service, not just singing songs for the sake of singing. But he wants your heart. He wants a heart that will praise him. He's looking for hearts. He's running to and fro throughout the earth, the Bible says, looking for hearts that are fully his, fully devoted to him, completely consecrated, open, and yielded. So I want to pray for you tonight that God would bless, and back to what I was sharing earlier about the words of our mouths, that he would bless the words of your lips, bless your prayer life, help you to align yourself with his kingdom. Help you to get the word of God in your mouth and begin to declare and speak what he is speaking so that you can have what he desires for you to have. That's what it's all about. If you'll begin to get the word of God in your mouth, if you'll begin to take the promises of God concerning every situation you have, and it may be as simple as just go out and get a Bible promise book or a topical Bible that has certain issues, certain different subjects or certain you know things, and find the, the 
circumstance or issue or subject or the thing that you're dealing with, look it up, you know, whatever it is, and begin to apply the scriptures that pertain to that situation and begin to pray them, confess them, speak them, declare them, and believe them. And you'll see things start to change. So praise God. I'm going to pray for you, and then we're going to wrap it up tonight. And tomorrow we'll probably have a little more teaching than tonight. We were kind of in the screening room quite a bit, so I do apologize for those of you that were listening. Uh, sometimes that happens. You know, we get different callers calling for prayer or just really need to talk or something's going on, and maybe they don't want to go live or maybe they do. It just depends, you know. And um, But we just do whatever we're going to do. So bear with us. Pray for us. Pray that we just get the mind of the Lord in those situations, that everybody would be blessed. So, Father, right now, Lord, I just thank you for your goodness, and I thank you for your word tonight. I thank you for your truth. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that's speaking for every man, woman, child, and teenager tonight. Father, your blood is speaking for the nations, and your spirit is moving to and fro throughout the earth. You're touching nations. You're touching lives. You're changing and blessing and transforming cities. You're moving on families, moving on the hearts of men and women. Father, we ask your blessing on every marriage tonight, Father, that you would bless and restore marriages tonight. Father, that you would bless and and motivate your people tonight. Father, that you would work in them, Father, where there's been lack, where there's been discouragement, where there's been hopelessness, where there's been confusion. Father, take it away and replace it with clarity, replace it with hope, replace it with blessing. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you that you're a good God. We thank you, Father God, that every good and perfect gift comes from above. Father, we thank you that you will never leave us or forsake us. And Lord, that's that's the good thing about you is, is you're faithful. You're consistent. You're a friend that loves us all times. And even when our earthly friends miss it or blow it or mess it up or let us down or or offend us, or whatever happens. You never do. You're always good to us. And you're always looking out for us. And you've always got our best interests in mind, which are inevitably your best interests for us. So, Father, bless you tonight. Bless the people tonight, Lord. Raise them up in the power of your spirit. Fill them with your wisdom. Fill them with your truth. Give them divine appointments. Order their steps tomorrow that that they would have divine encounters with you and divine appointments with man. That, Father, you would arrange their steps, Father God, and get them in the center of your will. Every man, every woman, every child, every teenager that's within the sound of my voice tonight, Father, I pray your blessing upon their lives. I pray that you'd open their spiritual eyes and you'd open their spiritual ears and you'd cause them to hear your voice and give them a heart to obey. I speak your freedom and your peace over them. I speak healing and life over them. I speak freedom and and blessing that that they would be financially free. They would be emotionally free. They would be spiritually free, physically free from any pain or disease or sickness. In Jesus' name, we commend every disease, every sickness, every pain to go. And we declare that by the blood of Jesus, you have no authority. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing tonight. We give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. Thank you, Lord.
honor. 